Beers, Dads, Ball, Podcast, with your host, Showdog. Anthony Richardson looks left, steps up in the pocket, rolls right, there he goes, he's got a linebacker and a beat on the sideline, he takes off, he misses the tackle, he's at the 50, he's at the 40, he's at the 30, he's at the 20! Oh, Anthony Richardson is the front runner for the Heisman on his fifth touchdown of the day! Are you fucking kidding me? This kid is electric! Gola? I'm gonna just go in a real different, different direction with this. <laughs> and I'm gonna say boobs. <laughs> and KG. I freaking cannot stand it when sports fans use the term we when a team loses <laughs> that they cheer for. The Patriots go out and lose a game. Oh, yeah, we had a really rough game tonight. We just couldn't get the ball in the end zone. We just, you know, we didn't show up to the game. You weren't a part of the fucking game. You're not a part of the team. There's no we. The Pats lost. They lost. It was them, not we. Don't ever fucking use that. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BDB. On this episode, I'm going to tell you breaking news. I got it. You know I'm good at breaking news. Tom Brady's coming back to the New England Patriots next year. Been dying to say it. I want to put it on record. Brady's coming back. My brain started thinking after last episode. He's the guy. Uh, Fuck it. We'll get right into it. Tom Brady's coming back to the New England Patriots. They just need a quarterback and a number one weapon. He brings an number one weapon. He's a free agent at the end of the year. Like, where else is, like, if if the Bucks are going backwards, where else would he go? Today, I mean, this week, he talks about Bill. Bill talks about him. It sounds like they're in love with each other, like they miss each other. Giselle, by the way, I just heard from my informants, my insiders. Giselle was the one who wanted out of New England, not Tom. They broke up. They're gone. She's gone. He wants back. Tom Brady's kids are going back to school in New England. Tom Brady's coming back. What a fucking hot take to start it off, dude. It's not even hot. It's facts. <laughs> that is an absolute See, hot take. I was going to say, I was going to have, like, I would say what I considered a hot take, and Kishori was talking about how the whole the Patriots roster stinks, and it's this, and it's that. I was going to say, the Patri- I don't think the Patriots roster, the Patriots roster is not that bad. The Patriots issue is they don't have a good quarterback and their offensive coordinator is a fucking buffoon. But I don't think this is a bad roster. Their defense is fucking legit. Their defense is legit. Their wide receivers are okay. Their tight ends are good. Their offensive line's okay. And their running back's great. Right. So their quarterback sucks. You go, you get, you get Tommy boy, you bring him in, you do a few other things. You get a little faster on defense. Add in some linebacker depth. Get a number one wide receiver. Hey, Godwin, you're a free agent too. Don't you want to come with Tom? Come on over. Come on over. We're good. Tom, Tom's lead. I mean, what a perfect pitcher. He comes back to New England. Him and Bill go win another one. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's sure you have me. Re- I, like, I'm so intrigued right now. It's going to happen, dude. Dude, <laughs> I'm telling you. I don't know if you guys saw it, but... uh. They talked about how how Bill is now on Brady's podcast. They talked about how Bill is now number two 
all-time coaching, and he just talks about how great he is for like five minutes. It's like orgasmic. And then you talk about Brady's the first guy to throw for over 100,000 yards. They mentioned it to Bill on WEI. He's like, he's the best. It's like, no, you two together are the best. It's going to happen. See, I, is there I, any are there any bets on this? Can you go, can you go like see if there's any uh, odds on this happening? I have not, but it should be a 99.9%. Could be a prop bet. You can get some money on that. Um, all right. So I had this little, because Shory kind of really set the tone real quick with his with his uh, hot take about Brady. But what I was going to say is, like, I think that the Patriots issue is their quarterback. I So they're, they're currently five and four. Okay. So a little, I want to do a little exercise with you guys. Um, Patriots are currently five and four. Would their record be better, worse, or the same? And I'm going to list, I think I have six quarterbacks. I want you guys to let me know. Oh, easy peasy. How much? Okay. The first one, Jimmy G. Better. I, I don't, I don't know. Like has, I don't watch them enough, but as like Mac, Mac or uh, fucking what's his tits, like lost games for them. Mac or they, uh, yes. I think or the they just not the game games. against The game against Baltimore, they Mac lost it. He threw like three picks and two of them in the red zone, I think. Uh, I think their record would be the same with Jimmy G. I don't think he would okay. put him over the top. All right. I help fully healthy Ryan Tannehill. Better. I know he's been hurt. Oh, better. Better. Okay. Better record, yeah. Derek Carr. It's weird. I'm gonna, it's, I'm gonna uh, say he makes the same mistakes that Mac does. I say it's the same because he weird. turns the ball over in the red zone. Like he was, he's. I feel like his stock was so high com- coming off of last yeah. year because they came out of nowhere, and like now it's just like you have a sour taste in your mouth about him. Yeah, probably the same. Russell Wilson. <laughs> worse. <laughs> it's worse. He sucks. He sucks. All right, this one, this is the next one's like the most intriguing to me because I think like this is what Mac his peak his pinnacle could be as a quarterback. So I'm curious what you think, Kirk Cousins. Oh, way better. Like, do you think that like there's like, like seven and two with Cousins? Uh, they don't lose the Green Bay and they don't lose to, to the Bears. Uh, the Bears probably. Probably the Bears. Yeah, I think they're probably seven and two. Yeah. Because I I was looking at it, the two games to me. That I feel like, obviously Green Bay. If they had a legit quarterback playing against Green Bay, they'd be Green Bay. Yeah. And then I also thought really Baltimore, and I, because they were only down by like five with like eight minutes left in that game against Baltimore. And like I said, I think Mac threw three picks and maybe had a fumble. And like I said, I think two of them in the red zone. So those are the two yeah. games to me. But yeah, I'm just curious because like I I really truly think like this is their issue is. Mac is not good. They also and, would have beat Miami first game of the year if they had any offense. Like the defense held I agree, them. Like, yeah. I yeah. Think it was 21. No, 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 14. no, because the defense, 14. they got a defensive touchdown. So it's like, yeah, I think it's 14 or whatever. That's, that's but a this, big swing right there. This is another thing too, like about with Patricia and like, I just think he's, um, I don't know if you guys saw some of these tweets, like right after the game. Sure. You're probably more likely to, but um, is it the Colts ranked last first 12 personnel uh, by opponent passer rating? And the Patriots only threw the ball three times out of 12 personnel all game. They were talking about how Shaq Leonard and um, 
Who's the other guy? The other linebacker for uh, Colts. I think it was kid from Alabama. Oh. Yeah. DJ they Mosley. were legit. They were legitimately calling oh, out the Patriots plays before they even fucking happened at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, the Jets because they the said game like before too. Like, because they were. Because Patricia is he's just so predictable. He's he's awful. It's unbelievable. It's like they get Kev. You should see it. They get in a fucking shotgun. They're throwing the ball. They get in the eye. They get in the eye back like an eye formation. It's automatic run. It's unbelievable. And it's like literally. It's literally the most like high school thing in the fucking world. It's like run on first, run on second. Oh, we only gained like fucking two yards and two plays, so we need to throw the ball here. It's and it's like third and ten, and they're like, or like, well, we get we lose so many yards on first down, so it's like second down and thirteen, and then we'll line up in the I formation and do a play action. It's like, oh, oh, we're really scared of you fucking being fifteen <laughs> yards behind the chains, dude. That you're gonna <laughs> run the ball. No, we know you're gonna throw it. The Pats have won four out of the last five, haven't they? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, five and four. That's what we I mean. We are the most like, spoiled fans in the league. But. That's what I'm saying. You guys are sounding like you're pretty uh, pessimistic right now for them being pretty hot. No, oh, I'm pessimistic about – I just think that – I think they're Max – I don't think Max good. And Patricia's a fucking buffoon. Yeah. Like I they, will say this, like, I would Like, I'm telling you right now, as soon as – like, and I know, like, he things didn't work out as a head coach – as soon as Indy fired Frank Wright, I found Belichick. I had to call them and said, "I need you need to come in and be my OC." Yes. Like Patricia, fucking hit the highway. You suck. Frank Wright's the OC, and we're gonna move along. Yeah. And you like I, I don't even understand. Like honestly, God, like after this bye week, they won't do it, and I don't think it'll be any better. But it can't be much worse. Like I would just be like Joe Judge, you're calling the plays in the second half of the season. I don't know. We yeah. have they have to do something different. It's fucking bad. Shuri, you were at the game this past weekend. Um, probably only time you've ever been to a game in November where it was in the seventies, I imagine. Uh yeah. I went uh to a New Year's Day game one time and wore a t shirt. So that nice. was wow. that was but I mean that was January um in fifty five, sixty degree weather. But yeah, that was insane. When you're tailgating Three things that's an absolute must you have, and that includes drinks and food. Go, quick. That includes drinks and food? Yep. Yes, three things to make Natty it. Natty Light. Natty Light, that's one. Uh, a grill. Well, let's, let's a grill. just go food. Food and drink, I mean, you know what I mean? But yes, the grill. So you're asking for the last thing? What are you eating, is what I'm asking you. Oh, um... <laughs> We've been the last like three or four times we've done steak and cheese. Ooh, yeah, like the Blackstone. Your dad brings the Blackstone. Um, no, we did have one, and uh, don't ask. It's a long story. Uh, but now we just use a grill. You put down some tin foil over the crates. Uh, yeah, put a little oil on there, and then you you put on um, the the shaved steak. There you go. Really struggled with that one. Yeah, well, maybe it was too clear. I don't well, know. if somebody didn't have their headset, so I got into the care juice, and uh, brain's not not up to uh, par. Yeah, the, uh, the headset headset was fucking struggling tonight. So are my eyes, I can't even. I can't keep them open, and Fagola, for another reason, tired. Uh, he can barely keep his open, so we got a lot of squinting. I was up this morning at uh, three forty-five, dude. I was bringing nice, bringing my dad to the airport, so that's uh, I was up at Fagola time, dude. It's not fun being up then. Where's he going? 
He went down to Florida with my brother uh, and his family. My brother Chris. They uh, rented a house oh, down nice. there for the week, and he, they invited him along, dude. So. Good deal. I figured I'd drop him off at the airport, and he could just park my park his truck at my house, so he'd have to pay parking at the airport a for a week. You know. What so, a guy. I was up you early. Were, I was. You were up earlier than me. I got up at four. So. Fucking slacker. Jesus. You know, it was dude. so funny. Like I real quick like story like Rye. Uh, most nights like she'll wake up and like she comes like she's like fussing on the monitor and then like i roll over and i'm like lit i think rye's coming in and i can just hear her feet going like pitter pattering like around the house and we always leave our door cracked open so she can um just come in like just whatever but she stands outside and she and she knocks on the door she's like (laughs) she's so polite dude and like i so like i open the door and she's like Oh hey! Like you're surprised to see me. I don't know. <laughs> funny this, funny to see you here. It was so goddamn funny. I was like pissing myself at four o'clock this morning. Like, Ugh. and then she goes, "Oh hi, Dada." After that, I'm like, "Jesus Christ, kid, just go lay down, please, before you wake your brother <laughs> up." But anyways, um, we I think we've we've talked about him and like in the past about like young quarterbacks and stuff. But like what Justin Fields did last week on the on the ground. He's a star, man. He's absurd, man. He's, yeah. That's one of those things, like, once he gets 178 yards on the ground, broke a all-time record, I believe it was, for a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, like, once he gets some, like, weapons around him and, like, can figure out the throwing game, like, that's an absolute dual threat as good yeah, as oh, yeah. he can be, you know. So, be interesting to see if they can actually get some weapons for him. I, guys, I think Claypool's a little, a nice little ad. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think the value wasn't the best, but Claypool was a nice start. Do you guys like it when you get like your franchise? I'm doing quotes here. You get your franchise quarterback, a young guy. Do you like it that where in the draft they target guys that they played with in college, kind of like what what they did in Cincinnati with Chase and uh, in um, fucking what's his name? Bob oh, Burrow. Oh yeah, yeah. I, uh, I I do. I guess I do to an extent. If it's a if it's a wide receiver, of the caliber Jamar Chase, then yes. If yeah. it's like a number three guy, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. If he's like a number one guy, yeah, I, I I'm I'm good with that because they have they should have some chemistry. But if it's just like, you know, like a fourth or a fifth round guy in the NFL, I mean, I'm if it works out that way, great. But I'm not making it a point to go get him. Mm-hmm. Unless, like I said, unless he's a, like a stud. Like I can't think of many guys. Um, like obviously I think it was cool. Like the Raiders going out and getting Devonte Adams. Like obviously Devonte is one of the best receivers in the league. But just the fact that he played with Carr in college is cool. Um, did Tua play with with Waddle? Were they there at the same time or no? I think yeah. they might have been there, but I'm not sure. Was Waddle actually playing? Not sure. He got hurt in one of the. Did he get hurt in one of the championship games? Yeah, was, was that him? His- junior year yeah i don't know if they played together or not but i mean like i I think it's obviously like you said goal like it's important for them to be talented first off but if they have the talent i think it's a good step for a franchise quarterback to get like just a comfort zone because they they know that person so for a young guy like fields i don't know if he's played with anyone in ohio state that's eligible this year to come out but like i don't know if harrison's a a junior or not right um uh, Smith Najigba is maybe he's yeah. eligible, but I don't know if he played with him or not. Cause I mean, like you got to think like the guys from Ohio state, 
their fucking receiver class last year was like the Garrett Wilson, Olave, and yeah, wasn't there another one? Top two, two by the way, in receptions for rookies. Two yeah, are, so I don't even know guys. like they them guys like Harrison and uh, Smith the Jigman may have been like behind them mm-hmm. on the depth chart, and not even played when Fields was there either. But so I was trying to go back. I had to Google. Um, I remember when David Terrell. Um, 1999 played with Tom Brady in college, and I remember they went and got him like towards the end of his career, and everyone was like, "Ah, Brady got his favorite wide receiver from college." I think he—I don't think he ever even maybe <laughs> had five catches. I, yeah, I, that's my next Google, but didn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. I think you just like you literally just try to give him the best player. Sometimes it happens to be Jamar Chase, who was at the same school. Yeah. It's like crazy to think about. I mean, that class, that that nineteen LSU team is arguably the best team ever in, assembled in college. But it's fucking nuts yeah. to think that that team had Jefferson and Chase. Mm-hmm. That actually, I actually got a uh, direct message for us in the lot to do a draft, the draft of the best teams in college football over the last twenty years. Okay, we haven't had a starting five in a long time. Yeah, it's been so, a while. Yeah, next week I think that's maybe. What yeah, we'll let's do. do it. What was the last last one we we did was build a TV family, dude. September fourteenth. It's a long time oh, ago. Fucking two months. It'll be two months. Yeah. Football's been football's been like before oh, beforehand. Yeah, we didn't have we we struggled to find out you know talk about stuff, and now football is just. We're in the thick of it, so. Eventually I'll tell you what sucks. Content. There's only what there's only three regular season um weeks college. left in college, which yep. sucks. Yeah, it's unreal how fast it goes by. College, it was a uh, last weekend really. I mean, there were some big games, but it was kind of a, for the most part, it was a bit of a clunker. I mean, I, and I mean, you got. I don't know if we want to move on to college now. I don't know if you guys had anything else on the NFL, but. Uh. I don't care. We can, I, there's a couple things in NFL I'd like to just, you know, no. talk on. Let's, yeah, just, let's so, go. the Buccaneers, um, I don't. I just don't watch a lot of football on Sunday. I feel like I'm always, like, doing stuff, like, either around the house or shit like that. So, But I turned the Bucks game on because I saw it was close late. Um, Bucks went for it on fourth down, and they failed because they had to score a touchdown at that point, I think. So, they failed to score, uh, get it. Rams get the ball back, and so I, it was, like, a minute left in the game, right, I think. So I turn the game off and then I get an alert like 10 minutes later that the Buccaneers won. Um, but an absolute crucial win for the Buccaneers to get that. The best thing about it though, is that they're four and five now and they are tied for first in the division. Just <laughs> like if they had to be in one division and have like this shitty start to the season, they were in the absolute perfect yeah. spot for that. So um, just a miracle. Um, that division's bad. Did you got? I'm sure he probably didn't because he was at the game. But like, shocker to me. Like, I guess in division games are hard, but like Bills losing to the Jets. Yep. It's weird. I mean, but the thing is, is like the Jets' defense is really good. Like, I definitely think like they have a lot of skill. I think the Jets' issue, like, you look at the game against the Patriots, for the most part, um, they were pressuring Mac the whole time. But I mean, it's just. Zach Wilson sucks. Like that's, mm-hmm. I think that's a Jets' biggest issue. 
and the fact that they lost Brees Hall. Brees Hall is having a really good season. Um, but I just, I don't know. I guess it's in Buffalo. Buffalo played like shit. Josh Allen worst worst day of his uh, of the season for him. He had zero touchdowns passing, two interceptions. So Zach Wilson one touchdown, no picks. I mean that's the difference right there. Quarterback game. The NFL is uh, so weird this year. It's very it's, weird. Yeah, it's strange. Packers continue to suck. Lost fifteen to nine to the Lions. <laughs> They're just an absolute that shambles. Yeah. I I figured they were gonna start coming around. That shocks me. Do you guys think um like Tua is in the conversation for MVP? Yep. He no. should be. You don't, Shuri? No, we miss weeks. Like you can't miss two and a half weeks. I sometimes think when you miss weeks and the team sucks without you and then you come back and you dominate with you, I think that proves that like you're a MVP caliber type player. Right. So what do you like that's what I mean, like Shuri, what do you play. think that hurts you more? Him missing a week? Or last week, like Josh Allen, where he threw, didn't throw a touchdown and threw two picks and was a yeah. complete dog shit. I would much rather have the guy who's going to grit it out, man. Well, I mean, that's not gritting it out. That's like that's like saving your life. What what Tua was out for? He, like if he was if he played and took another hit, he's going to die. Still could. Grit it out, Jesus Christ, dude! It's like <laughs> fucking suicide. Well, no, no, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm you're saying like. Oh, if uh, Jimmy Garoppolo fucking jams his finger and he can't throw as hard as normal, then does he take two games off because it will help him make him look better? I'm not saying just Tua. You guys asked me about the situation, and I'm giving you what I think of the situation. I want somebody who's going to grit out and play injured. Like, I'd rather have my quarterback be there. No, I no, I get that. I, I, I know what I said to you was, like, what, do you th- what do you think hurts a player more? Not right. playing or having a fucking horrendous day like Allen did. No, I. I'm not saying absolutely. like I agree with you. I'd rather have my quarterback give it a go if he can, but I'm just saying like part of me thinks like it's worse for a guy if he like misses a game. I mean it's it's worse to like have a really bad fucking game like whatever no touchdowns and three picks. Yeah. And barely any yards and it would be to like miss a game because you're injured. I think that shitty game hurts you more. That's all I'm saying. Just for MVP odds, uh, maybe, but right. Um, I think in the like, <clears throat> Josh Allen playing obviously injured is still better than Casey Keenum. Um, yeah. So you just like giving your shot, your chance a team to win, and like I think being the higher seed obviously plays into being an MVP as well. So like the actually individual stats, yes, but like if typically if like two players are, like have the similar stats at the end of the year, they're gonna be like, oh, the well one guy is you know, 15 and two. And the other guy is, you know, seven and nine or seven and whatever it is, 10. They're going to give it to the guy with a, with a better record. I think at this point of the season, there's only four people who are like even in the conversation. And I don't think there's even anyone else. And I mean, yeah, I think it's four. I just started thinking maybe there's a fifth one, but because I was I'm looking I'm looking at the odds right now. I think it's obviously Allen and Mahomes. Like I think yeah. one two probably, and then Jalen Hurts and Tua is my four, and then I thunk thinking that maybe Lamar Jackson's probably in there too. So according to this, like I don't know, it's legal sports report, so it's got like a bunch of the odds from a bunch of the big sports books. Mahomes is the favorite plus two hundred, and then it's well on, on this one, then it's it's Mahomes her uh, Hurts. Allen, 
Lamar, and then Tua. Yeah. There's actually one of these uh, DraftKings sportsbooks actually has Tua ahead of Lamar at plus 800. But I uh, that that's the top five, and then Burrow's the distant yeah. six. Yeah. Still a lot of football left, I guess. Right? Is is Allen playing this week? What they what they come up with? They decide on him. I think it's still like a game time decision. Really? They have an elbow strain or sprain? I don't. Know. Yeah, UCL. I think they said. Yeah. That's a problem, by the way. That's you. I mean, that's completely <clears throat> transforms that team. I mean, that defense is really good. Well, it keeps them in games, but it's like that's. Without Josh Allen, you know, you yeah. couldn't win. You couldn't win, Buffalo fans. You couldn't win a Super Bowl with Josh Allen. You couldn't beat the Jets this year with Josh Allen. You ain't winning a Super Bowl without mm-hmm. Josh Allen. Buffalo band fans will tell us different, but it's a quick reminder. All right, let's just really quick. This is the last thing I'm going to do in NFL. Eagles are 8-0. Obviously, nine games left. Let's go. Th- I'll go through the schedule real quick and just see if you guys think they're going to lose. Okay. Uh, commanders. Uh, I was going to say one thing too about the Eagles I'm going to preface this by saying I think they're going to lose I'm pretty sure the Eagles they are 8-0 they are a good football team but they also have the like worst or second to worst um, strength of schedule strength of schedule in all of the NFL so I mean looking at the schedule it doesn't look that difficult either so they got uh, commanders uh, coming up this week I think it's maybe Sunday night game or Monday night game Uh, and then at Colts Right, right. Easy. And they play home versus Packers. It's a primetime game. I would think it's a win unless all of a sudden the Packers yeah. just figure something out, right? Uh, and then they got home versus Titans. That could be a tricky one, maybe. Yeah. Yep. That's maybe the the closest one to them losing. And then at New York Giants could be tricky. Division games are weird. Yeah. yeah. And then they got at the Bears. And then Bears are playing better football right now. They are. Um, Christmas Eve game at the Cowboys. That's a tricky one. That's the one where I think they they. Yeah, and then they finish the year home versus Saints and home versus the Giants. So I mean, maybe Titans, Giants, Giants, Cowboys. Four games left out of their nine. That's like maybe tricky. I was like, I I think they I um I'm gonna say they're gonna lose. There's 17 games, right? Yep. yep. I'm gonna say they're gonna. I say they're gonna lose three of their next nine. Wow. Wow. I think there's going to be like some obvious ones, but I think they're going to get like, I think it would not surprise me at all. If the, the commanders are, aren't a good football team, but they've been playing better with Heineke. Like it wouldn't surprise me if they, if they lost that game, but I just, yeah, I, I don't, I think the Eagles are really good, but I don't think they're a team that's like that good to like flirt with going undefeated. I just, yeah. Don't. Yeah. We'll see. All right, let's go uh, to college. Go. No, I got one more. Okay. Jeff go. Saturday gets named. Oh, yeah. Oh, my fucking oh. Christ. Come on. What a fucking disgrace to the guys who have been there, like, all year grinding, doing, spending 20 hours a day on this team, and you bring in somebody from the outside, not somebody from the outside who has experience, somebody who is your one of your favorite players to watch as an owner. What a fucking joke uh, that organization is. It really is like I I saw like an alert come up on Twitter and I literally thought that like there's a joke somebody just like pulled one over on Schefter and got him to tweet it. I was mm-hmm. like, there's no way this is fucking right. Like, but uh, yeah, that is 
It's a joke. The it, thing is, is they like like legitimately they were talking about it. Uh, they have no guy, nobody on that staff that's ever called plays offensively before. How can that happen? Because they they called, fired their OC and then they fired Frank Wright. They have literally nobody that can call offensive plays. Like I said, they can have Patricia if they yeah. want somebody with some experience. Yeah. Honestly, no, it's bad. That is a. That's a joke of a. That's a franchise going in the wrong direction. That's gonna set you back for a while. I'm not kidding. Dude, imagine Mesh having luck though, and then like luck just yeah. retired like that. He crushed this team. Yeah. Not him. He they made the crushed right him, probably. not getting him fucking protection. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, didn't want to like die on the football field, and you know, credit to the guy who can has enough money to get out of it. Yep. But the quarterbacks after have been horrendous. Oh, they're so bad. So fucking bad. Now we can do some college football, Kev. Gola started on it. No, I was just gonna I was just gonna say it was uh a lot of big matchups, but I really there's only one game that kind of came to fruition in terms of being what people expected it to be, and that was LSU and uh, Alabama, obviously LSU, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately beating Alabama. Um, the size times. of the nutsacks on Kelly going for two. I fucking love it, dude. Yes. Yeah. I yeah, it's a fucking ballsy call, but I do love the fact that he he went for it. Um, I wish that you guy would have fucking threw it out of bounds, but um, you like well, Bama, I just, like Bama more than LSU. It has nothing to do with LSU. It has something, everything to do with Brian Kelly. Wow. You got a thing about you got a thing about really disliking coaches, don't you? Especially the good ones. There's only, only two of them. Well, I'm just saying you're just very passionate. Well, about hey, one one is a, I, hold just on. happens. I, two is a thing. What's that? Oh, yeah. said, if it just happens I, once. I will, I'm going to admit something here. I'm going to be hand up. I didn't have to do this, so I want you guys to give me credit for being a a, a good guy and an yes. upstanding human to do, say this. Um, I think it was Tuesday. I did. I kind of work from home Tuesday. Um, so Max was down for a nap. Lid took Ryan to the grocery store. So I was like doing some work and I put on the Redeem Team documentary on Netflix. What, incredible documentary. That was fucking awesome. I will say, I still fucking hate him, but that does literally be like Coach K a little bit more. Not much. I haven't uh, watched it yet, but all I can imagine is him just fucking dominating, dude. That team probably would have lost every game without him, so. Um, but, yeah, no, that was good. But I will say, I still don't like the guy, but I will say my, my hatred went uh, down a little bit. All right, so you get to lead off the college football little segment, and how do you not start with fucking Notre Dame, dude? Yeah. Well, I just did you already forget about it? No, fuck no. How do you not start with that? Because I didn't want. I mean, I am wearing a Notre Dame sweatshirt. (laughs) I didn't want to show my bias here. Um, no, I just that was the best game of the weekend was Alabama LSU. The best game for me all weekend was fucking Notre Dame. Like, legitimately, like, was a shit-kicking all weekend. Like, it, yep. all night. It wasn't, it wasn't like Clemson hung around. 
Notre Dame beat the living dog shit out of fucking Clemson. They lined up in like a like jumbo set for the entire fucking game. It was like, I don't care how good your offensive line is, Clemson. We're running the ball right down, right down your fucking throat. And there's not a goddamn thing they're gonna do about it. That was a that was a shit kicking. Like Notre thought, Dame just manhandled them. I thought it would be more of your your defense took advantage of just their offense, but it was a total blowout both, mm-hmm. both sides of the ball. Yeah, it's, and I, I like I said, well, oh, go ahead. I was gonna it's crazy to think Notre Dame because like that team that, that that beat Clemson, right? If they would have played that type of game against Stanford and against Marshall, Notre Dame's in the conversation of sneaking back into the football playoffs, yeah. right? They would be because yeah, the yeah. committee committee loves Notre Dame first off, and like. They had a good enough preseason rank to be up there, and they had a they had a decent loss against Ohio State, but they just fumbled the. Comp- so the only thing this does this weekend with Notre Dame is it gives the the committee an easier route of getting the four teams in because now they don't have to put Clemson in anymore. Right. Well, and really, what the big thing is, you know, well, real quick on that, I'll go I'll go to the playoff thing, but. I just like I literally th- I did think Notre Dame had a chance to win the game, but I thought it was going to be like a low-scoring, sloppy game, like kind of come down to the end of it. But I mean, right from the fucking first kick to the end of it, they beat the wheels off. There was and I, like even Dabble said he goes, "This was an ass kicking." He goes, "There was no, there's no other thing about it. We got our asses kicked." So, um, yeah, great. It was a great weekend for Notre Dame. Um, and yeah, I was fucking happy as a pig and shit Saturday night <laughs> watching that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and like you're going back to the whole playoff thing. I mean, basically what it comes down to is TCU wins. TCU wins out. TCU is going to get in. Mm-hmm. And then it's just going to be. It's really going to come down to whether or not who they think is the best one loss. It's either going to be Tennessee or the loser of Michigan, Ohio state, which one they like yeah. more. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. The, I maybe should be Tennessee. Right. Maybe you look at it. Like say like Michigan or Ohio state, one of them blows the other one out. Um, maybe like a one loss Oregon team may sneak into that conversation. Cause they've been playing yeah, they've been really much good. better, but, um, I think one wrinkle that could play into it is um, I'm not a huge fan of how like the SEC does it because it's so big they kind of have to, but like how they do East and West. So most likely Georgia is going to play LSU in the SEC championship game if yeah if things go right. If LSU happens to win that game, Georgia's still going to get in. You know what I mean? So what? Yeah, and LSU gets in, Georgia gets in. So then that's the one. If LSU beats Georgia, LSU's good, man. They're good. They're figuring Jaylen, it out. Is it Jaden Daniels? Jay, what Dan, the hell's his name? Yeah, that cool. sounds right. Jayden he's Daniels. fucking good. Yeah, yeah. he is good. And it's crazy how those, how those guys can fit the amount of hair they have in their helmets. <laughs> I was thinking. I was just gonna say he's a weird looking motherfucker too. After the game, the interview, I was shocked at how much hair he has. Yeah. I would be speaking of shock though. I mean, I know. I expected Alabama to beat LSU, but I would legitimately be shocked if they beat Georgia. Yeah. Georgia is, I mean, they fucking, I mean, they, they only won the game by 14, but that game wasn't close right. against Tennessee right. this weekend. They completely fucking shut that offense down and dominated that game. 
Yeah. I mean, Tennessee was averaging 50 points coming into the game. They held them to 13. It's incredible. Yeah, LSU's I, offense is good enough to play with Georgia. Their defense, I don't know. But we've seen, what's his name, be the the, the quarterback for Georgia. Uh, we've seen him be. Done it. Yeah. We've seen him be seem pedestrian. So, like, it's. You know, it's going to be funny when they do the, uh, would, they, would they expand the college football to 12 teams? Yeah. Like, top four get a bye. Yeah, top four get a bye. So imagine if they were doing it this year. Like, how many SEC schools get in? Obviously, well, Georgia, Tennessee. Georgia, yeah, Georgia, Tennessee. I think Bama still gets in. I think LSU Ole Miss gets probably in. does. And probably LSU, right? And Ole Miss. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. Five, well, five. I think if Bama beats Ole Miss, like shake hands this week, they might fall out. You know? Yeah. I think. Well, obviously, yeah. It's whoever wins that game's in. Yeah. Any other losers? What out. game's that? Just, oh, oh Miss and Bama, yeah, 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 Bama, and, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, they could have four, four of the twelve this year if that was the case, you know. So, yeah. But I think we're gonna see that though. I just think that I think it's gonna be like that most of the time. Yeah, I do too. Um, probably, really, we, I mean, kind of buried the lead here, but maybe the most entertaining game over the weekend, and I didn't watch it. I don't think either of you did. Was SMU in Houston? Combining for 140 points in regulation. Unbelievable. Insane. 77 to 63. What, I mean, I think I remember sending you guys a text and I looked at the score and it was like 35 to 28 at halftime. Yeah, or, it, or, yeah, or, they hit, yeah, they hit the over 52, at half. 52 to 35 or something like that. It was just fucking absurd. Hammer. Yeah, they, they had 90 something points at half, I thought. Yeah. Insane. I didn't. I got to look at some of the stats in this game now. They bring it up, dude. What are they in? The Amer- American? What are they in? I couldn't say. Yeah, seventy-seven, sixty-three. Fucking incredible. Uh, yeah, because um, Tanner Mordecai was was a potential of breaking the all-time record. What was it eleven? I think I said eleven touchdowns. Yeah. He ended up with nine. Three only three hundred seventy-nine yards, which is weird. But nine touchdowns, no picks. And then Clayton Toon had five hundred twenty-seven yards for Houston and seven touchdowns. <laughs> That's yeah. Oh, that's um, so great, dude. They, I wanted to mention this too. The uh, A&M lost again, I think, this weekend, and I can't remember who the hell it was to. Florida. Florida. Oh yeah, Florida. That's right. They, so A&M dropped a three and six. So I saw this. I was reading an article in the Athletic, and this is pretty fucking bad. It says, "Come season's end, three of the past five preseason top six teams to finish unranked." Will have been coached by Jimbo Fisher, 2017 Ooh. Florida State, and then A&M the last two years. Wow. It, they got to do something, dude. There are people like kids are they're already transferring. There's in like they just had one or two five stars decommit. Like the, the wheels are falling off the bus down to A&M. It's five straight losses, dude. Five straight. Brutal. I think it's awesome too because I think Jimbo's a fucking asshole. I can't stand. It, I'm not a big fan asshole. of that guy. Dude, I I couldn't believe it. Like when I turned the game on this weekend, or actually we were at Kev's and uh, and I'm watching him and he looks like um he just woke up on a Saturday morning and is reading the paper um for the games. I don't know if you guys see. He wears like the glasses down to his nose now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, another yeah, SEC. I think feel like we could just talk about all SEC schools just because like they just they just dominate the media. But did you guys see Mike Leach this weekend? They were struggling with Auburn. Yes. <laughs> 
I love him. Fold it all. Fucking... They had a bunch of folding chairs on the sidelines, so he folded them up and laid them on the ground because it said his players didn't deserve to sit down because they were playing like shit. Yeah, they were, so they were. They, they were up by like three touchdowns, right? And they blew like a three-score lead or something. He is. Yeah, they won by six. I they won by six against Auburn, but yeah. He's he's fucking awesome. He is great. He's so good. You guys want to get into the uh, football previews? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we got two NFL. We got four college ones this week. Uh, first game, Falcons Thursday night game. Falcons heading to the Carolina Panthers. Falcons in first in the division at four and five. Panthers two and seven. Falcons favored by three on the road. Ooh. Ugh, what a gross game. Yeah. No, Falcons offense has actually been pretty decent this year. Um, yeah. I'm not sure we can find something else positive to say about this matchup. Mm-hmm. No, I like the Falcons. <laughs> it's funny, like it's you, pretty much, I mean, that's just what it comes down to. What are you talking about? Did you, no? You ripped the Seahawks. I ripped the Falcons. Right, beginning of the year. Yeah. 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 And I was like Good looking at the. By us. I know, and I was looking at the Falcons' offense beginning of the year, and I'm like, I I could name Drake London, and I could name um, uh, the fucking Cordell Patterson, and that was just about it. It seemed like you know, I mean, like they have like Mariota and stuff like that, but oh, like. It's... Just absolute trash, and they're, they're the eighth best scoring offense this year. Shocking. It's crazy, dude. So, yeah. Panthers Panthers brought, a, I think, a new head coach this week, too, right? Steve Wilkes, oh, I think. No. Well, the other he's one? been there for. Has Wilkes he been there? He's been there since they fired Rule. Yeah. Oh, when they fired him? A couple weeks ago. Like five okay. weeks ago. Okay. I'm just a little behind the ago. times, dude. News travels <laughs> slow over here. <laughs> My neck of the woods. All right. Uh, I think since I instituted the I'm um, going to do Thursday night rules, uh, Thursday night games, I think we've had one decent game, and we've had, like, seven shitty ones. Seriously. Yeah. Um, all right, next one. And this one, um, I hope it's a good one. Minnesota Vikings heading to Buffalo. 1 p.m. start on Sunday. Uh, Vikings actually the better record here, 7-1. Bills 6-2. Bills favored at home 4.5. Obviously, that could change if Josh Allen is a no-go, but I imagine he's going to suit up for this one. I got to believe he is. The Jets. I mean, this is kind of. Yeah, go ahead, Fagola. No, I was just going to say this is kind of one of those games. It's like where I think if Allen's healthy and whatever, we're going to see really how good Minnesota is. Um, because I don't. I think there's a lot of people like you listen to stuff, read stuff, and they still think that like Minnesota is kind of fraudulent. Um, but I guess you are what your record says you are. So um, I think if Allen's healthy, I think Buffalo bounces back. The game's in Buffalo, right? Yes. Yeah. I I like the Bills. Um, I just think that they I think they bounce back. I think they played really fucking bad last weekend. Um, and I just yeah, give me the Bills. I um I want well, well the the way to beat the Bills obviously now we've seen the Jets do it is you just have to grind them out um, through the ground. So I don't know if the Vikings are willing to do that. They do have the like good enough backs to do it, though, um, mm-hmm. with Madison and Cook. So I I don't like this matchup for Buffalo very much because if you're going to help, that's what that's what makes Buffalo so good, and they will probably also play without Matt Milano, who's their best run stopper. So – what makes Buffalo so good is they only put seven guys in the box. They're a monster of men, um, and they just dominate um, the trenches. But if you don't have Matt Milano, you start bringing up a safety. If you start getting one-on-one with Justin Jefferson, I don't care who's on him. He's dynamite. 
Adam Thielen is just like good old reliable. They brought in Hawkinson. I think he had mm-hmm. nine targets, nine catches last week. Like yep. Minnesota's a tough matchup. Got some uh, good targets. Buffalo. I yep. think Buffalo's probably the best overall team in the league, but if you're playing without Matt Milano, um, I think that's gonna that that's probably the difference. I mean, obviously, and if Allen does go, he's not gonna be hundred percent. I can't imagine he's gonna be making the same throws he's usually makes. But right. uh talking about the Vikings being fraudulent, they obviously lost to the Eagles. Their seven wins are against the Packers, the Lions, the Saints, the Bears, Dolphins without Tua, Cardinals, and Commanders. There isn't a good team on that list. No. Dolphins are the only good team, and they didn't have Tua when he played. So, I mean, all seven of their wins are not impressive, really. And I think they got blown out by Philly. 24-7, to 7, they lost to them. So, yeah, that was week two. Uh, so, I mean, the, the Vikings' record's obviously f- fantastic, doing great, but, I mean, like, they haven't really beat anyone so i imagine if 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 alan plays bills win this one i think fairly easily all right into college into the best matchup of the week i know that all of our listeners are dying to hear about this one we got number 22 uh ucf knights baby yes Headed okay. to number 17, Tulane Green, Tulane, two, I can't even fucking pronounce the name. <laughs> I'm talk about Tulane Green Wave, Tulane favored by two in this game. Yep. Not, not a one lane highway, not a three way highway. We're talking Tulane Green Wave fucking right in your face. UCF has a great offense, fucking terrible defense. Um, I think Tulane is going to blow it open. I, I asked for this game to be on so we can give them some talk. Um, UCF has a really good offense. They really do. Um, but Tulane is, in my opinion, the better overall team. And it's at Tulane. Yes, it is. Nolens. Yeah, Tulane seems that, you know, they got, it seems like they want to run the football. They get four guys over 200 yards, and then they have their their lead back, Tajay Spears. Is, he's got just under 1,000 all-purpose yards. 11 touchdowns. They kind of seem like, you know, the offense goes through him. Um, Their quarterback, Michael Pratt's been efficient. Nothing overly, like, impressive. You know, he's got over 1,800 yards, but 14 touchdowns, uh, only four picks, takes care of the football. Like Shorey said, UCF, uh, their defense kind of sucks. So I'm going to I'm gonna go with Shorey on this. I'm riding, the, I'm riding the green wave. I think Tulane continues to move forward. Um. And gets to what are they? Gets to nine and one. Who did mm-hmm. they have a bad? They had a bad loss too. Southern they? Miss. Southern Miss. Yeah. So like, I mean, they they, they never would have got in the conversation as for a you know the college football playoff, but you would have had to think if they did run the table, um, mm-hmm. you know, they'd at least be closer to the top ten. But uh, yeah, give me the Green Wave at home. Tajay uh, Spears too much. I got a few things about this game. Just looking at the numbers, UCF. Offense averaging 510 yards per game. Incredible. Uh, Tulane, if you haven't, check out the color scheme they get going on in their jerseys. Fucking phenomenal. It's, love it. I, I can't even fucking print. I can't even tell you what the colors are, but there's some green and some blue in there. And it's just it's good <laughs> shit. And last thing, UCF's coach, Gus Malzahn. Was that Auburn's coach a couple yes. years ago? It was. <laughs> Gus Malzahn, yeah. So what a fall from grace going from SEC school to UCF. Uh, Let's make it a fucking <laughs> – let's make it a trio here. Tulane, baby, at home. 
They're fucking riding high right now. Let's go. Uh, all right. Now we get into some uh, Power Five conferences. 25 Washington Huskies. It's funny that they're 25th. Dude. I thought they were sucking all year, man. But they're, no, they were they were up to like 14 or something or 15. Oh, uh, yeah. Back to back losses. Yeah, back-to-back losses. You're right. Yep, 25 Washington Husky. Maybe I'm thinking of Washington State, maybe. Uh, I guess we talked about them a little bit earlier. Number six, Oregon Ducks. They're as hot as anyone, I think, in the nation. Uh, Oregon at home, favored by 13.5. Best part of this game, over-under is 72.5. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, that's a big number, and that's awesome. Um, I, I The way Oregon's been playing, I just don't see anybody slowing them down. And I definitely don't see Washington slowing them down. I mean, I think Washington can score. The Michael Penix Jr. has had a pretty good season for them. He's got over 3,200 yards, 23 touchdowns, and five only five picks. Um, but I just don't know if Washington's defense is good enough to slow them down. I mean, I'm looking at it. I think they're like there's like 75th, you know, middle of the road in the country in defense. And I, but they are. I mean, they're top 13. I mean, top 15 as far as points per game. So. They can score them, but I just don't think they can stop Oregon enough. And I think Oregon's defense is better. Um, well, it can slow them down a little bit. So I like I like the Ducks to continue to roll. Mm-hmm. Ducks roll. Um, Bo Nix, man, kids playing lights out. He's on right now. Loves it over there in the Pac Pac-12. So, um, I'm just riding the hot hand as well. Yeah, I think just the fact that the game's in Eugene, I think it's I think it's the Ducks too. I think if it was in like for at you know at Washington, maybe I still think the Ducks would win, but it's it would be a little closer. Uh, let's head to the Big Twelve, a big one here. A little shocker on the point spread for this one, but we get number four. They're in the CFP right now. TCU Horn Frogs headed to Texas Longhorns, baby. Texas favored by seven. Disrespectful, man. Shocked by <laughs> the that. The disrespect yeah. is real towards TCU. Mm-hmm. I think they used it as motivation. Um, Texas got to look to run the ball. I just think TCU, if they get any kind of lead, man, they got they got an offense that you know they they can run the ball, both quarterback, running back, and uh, I, I like TCU to win this straight up. I think you'll see that in my uh, upcoming upcoming picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think the big thing for Texas is they're a completely different team with Quinn Ewers playing. Um, Bijan Robinson is fucking awesome. They're running back. I think they're going to look to pound the rock, establish one early against TCU. Um, the line is big. The line's a, it's, it's a big number. I actually like Texas in this game. Um, I think that TCU has been kind of flirting a little bit with right on the, you know, they haven't been, I don't know if they've been overly impressive the last few weeks in terms of their wins. They they have been, I'm going to look at that. I mean, 10 point games pretty much the last three weeks and three point. Yeah. I mean, they haven't really blown anybody else since they blew Oklahoma out, but um, I just think that, I think this is where Texas uh, TCU's run ends. This is where the Big 12 gets knocked out of the college football playoff. Um, so I like the Longhorns at home. I don't know if I like them to cover, but I do like Texas to win the game. Bijan Robinson is just going to be too much. 
I think it was Bijan Robinson. I don't know if you guys saw the play last week where he got hit. I don't know if you guys saw that. He was going to hurdle a player towards the end of the game, and uh, the guy kind of caught him, and he flipped, was flipping over. And was basically, he was going to land on his head, but then as he was coming to the ground, another player from Kansas State came over and just speared him in the back. It was a it was a very gross looking play. So Bijan Robinson is day to day. He's going. To, I think he's going to play. Uh, he ended up hurting his shoulder on the play, I guess. But like, it looked like he was going to be paralyzed. Honestly, the way, the way his back mm-hmm. bent, it was disgusting. Um, so, but apparently he's day to day. I think he's going to play anyways. Um, Sarkeesian said like, you know, all their star players are basically going to play this game. So. They've just been day-to-day in practice. I don't think we're practicing much this week. But it is weird. The disrespect for TCU, man. I don't get why Texas has such a huge spread in this game. Um, it's I, – I don't want to sit here and say that we're smarter than, than Vegas, you know, because we're not, except for Fagola. Fagola definitely is. But <laughs> I don't – it seems like the, the way the spread is so high to me, it makes me think that TCU is going to lose, but I, I would – if I didn't see the spread, I would say TCU wins this game easily. But the fact that I see the spread, that's what scares me. And uh, I yeah, don't know. So it's, yeah, it's weird. Like yeah. if if I never saw the betting spread, I would just say yeah, TCU wins this because I just don't think Texas is back. So dude, I just googled that hit. It is disgusting. Isn't it gross? Oh, his, his oh, feet. I just said it. it is unfucking believable. His like, like how's he alive? his like head. His like head's like on the ground, but and then like his feet go over his body and his feet are on the ground too. <laughs> It's like bad to watch. And and I think it was at a point in the game where they didn't even need him in. Wow. I think I think they were just kind of like running the clock out or something. And uh, it was the old oh, goodness. Is, oh, stay, on, <laughs> stay on your feet. Ah, dude, yes. that, that looks bad. Pretty dude, pretty that looked like I'm surprised he's like not. Yeah, that's uh, that was bad. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, it's not good. I, it's weird that he only hurt his shoulder on that. But yeah. yeah. Anyways. All right, final game. Kind of talked about a little bit earlier. We got number nine. Weird seeing Bama so low. Number nine, Alabama heading to Ole Miss, who's number 11. Ole Miss, man, eight and one in the year. But Bama is favored on the road by 11 and a half. This should be Um, fun to watch just because of Lane Kiffin, dude. I don't care. I just think this is like pure entertainment for me. Watching Lane Kiffin be like the arrogant uh, mm. asshole son of Nick Saban, and just gonna do whatever. Like he's gonna do, he's gonna pull every trick out of the bag to beat Saban. I think there's gonna be like ten trick plays in this game. Yeah, I don't. Um, I just, I, I have a hard time believing that Alabama is gonna lose three games in a season. And back to back. Um, and back to back. So, and I, I don't really know how good Ole Miss is. They, I mean, I, they haven't really done anything all year that's like impressed me that much. I mean, they've, so I, I'm going to take Bama. I don't know if they cover. That's a big line on the road, but uh, Bama bounces back. Um, you know, it's crazy. I, I, and I was listening to a podcast, you know, talking about Alabama. And like everybody's saying it's a down year for Alabama. Because they lost two games. But you think about it, they lost on a two-point conversion in overtime and then a 
field goal as time expired in regulation. Like mm-hmm. any other team that that happened to when they finished, say they finished 10 and two would be like, that was a successful year. We were two plays away from being 12 and 0. Yep. Yeah. It's just weird. You know what I mean? Like, Spoiler. and I feel like the percep, the yeah, the perception of Alabama is all that. My God, that was, a sh- this is like a horrible year. The, is the other, is, has Saban lost his touch. And it's like, no, he just got, there was two plays that they didn't make that they normally do at the end of a game. I mean, and they, the two losses are against teams that were in the top 10 at the time. Like how there are a lot of teams in the nation that don't even play like one top team, probably uh, one right. top 10 team. And then Bama has lost to two top 10 teams. So, I mean, yeah. 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 But looking at Old Miss's schedule, they lost to LSU. They, at the time, Kentucky was seventh and they haven't played another ranked team um, the entire year. They've just, it's a pretty weak schedule. I mean, they're getting the job done, obviously. They're winning the games they're supposed to win. They're not having any letdown games. So, but I got to think that Bama is the better team here. And like I've said it before, and uh, last time Bama lost, Saban doesn't lose back to back games very often. So uh, I imagine he is going to rally the troops for this one, and Bama wins this one. I bet they even cover that 11 and a half on the road. I just, I feel like he just responds so well after a loss. Um, could Bama, Bama could probably still get in the SEC championship game if LSU loses, right? I think right now LSU is the, the leader in the in the. Uh, I don't they know if it's the SEC. To, yeah, the, I don't know if that's the West, but. SEC West. Yeah, I'm thinking they could probably still get in. I don't think there's anyone else that's up there, but I could I could check, I guess. Um, or does it go by SEC record, right? So. Well, it goes by yeah your record in the SEC. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would guess that LSU holds a tiebreaker over at Alabama, so I doubt they can get in. Uh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Alabama. Yeah. Right now. There's two losses yeah. for Alabama right now, and LSU yeah. has one in, in the conference. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they would need LSU to lose twice. And LSU finishes with Arkansas, UAB, and A and M. So, good chance they don't they, do that. Yeah, they should win out. Yeah. I wonder what they do if like Ole Miss wins out because Ole Miss only has one loss in conference too. I don't know. We're not going to worry about that. Um. Questions. All right. Those are the uh, six matchups right there. That's it. Uh, now we're on to the old six-pack picks. You ready for that, Kev? I am ready for that. Yeah, I got it up last week's. Uh, last week, all three of us yeah, hit our under. All three of us hit our underdog. I had Louisiana Tech beat Mid Tennessee. That was easy, of course. Everyone knew that was going to happen. Uh, Goal had the greatest game in the history of turf. Iowa beating Purdue, uh, and then Show Dog backing his boys. Florida taking down A and M. That's right. Uh, Shuri and Fagola tie with six. I had five for this week, so a decent week all around for us. Uh, but it's just impossible to gain ground on Fagola because he's a fucking asshole. So, um, let's go into week 11, I guess. I'll start it. Um, first game, LSU minus three at Arkansas. LSU blows that out of the water. They beat him by, uh, 24. I saw that. That was a weird line. That was a weird line. I thought. That's the one that scares me about Vegas because, like, why is Vegas keeping that game so oh, close? Vegas knows everything. Because Arkansas is so trash. It's crazy they were top ten beginning of the year. 
They got him a good quarterback. I mean, he's, I don't I, I did. The line doesn't make sense to me. It's a very like, yeah, yeah it's weird. Uh, I don't know. Got to be some history there where else she doesn't play well there or something. I don't know. You want to go, Gole? No, go ahead. Um, I'm going Liberty minus 14 and a half against UConn. Uh, Liberty not ranked in the college football playoffs, which is shocking because they're fucking nasty. I don't know if you guys have seen them play. I have not, so I do not know either. <laughs> but uh, they just beat Arkansas on the road. Um, I think I think that no matter what, if you're like a team that's not in a power five and you can get a road win against an SEC school, regardless of who it is, that's like pretty impressive for me. Um, and they're going against UConn. It's shocking to me that UConn even has a football program. So uh, Liberty 14 and a half. Um, I think last Saturday, Notre Dame exposed Clemson a little bit in terms of what they can do. I don't think Louisville, Louisville doesn't score a ton of points, but what Louisville does do well is they run the football well. Top 25 in the country in yards per game. I think they follow Notre Dame's blueprint. Um, and I think they pound the football early and often. Louisville plus seven. That hurt. You took one of mine, so um, I'm going to stay clear of that one for now and find a new one. Um, do Clemson, do Clemson minus seven, dude. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just do, do do your thing. I just don't trust Clemson. Like, I, just I know. Don't think Clemson's I know. Very good. I know. Um, so I, I'm going to take um, Old Miss plus um, 12. I think you have it at 11 and a half on your sheet, but I see it at 12 right now. Um, so versus Bama. I think they keep it close. Um, I think they're going to be creative. I think they know they're not like man-to-man as good as Alabama. Um, So they will use trick plays. They will use whatever they got to keep it close against uh, Alabama till the end. I'm going to keep going with my fucking schools that no one's ever heard of. Uh, Georgia State, I think I picked them before. Uh, They're 13.5-point favorites. They're going to cover that against Louisiana Monroe. No idea. Uh, UL Monroe is giving up over 40 points a game on defense this year. That's just fucking trash. It's going to be an easy way for Georgia State to rack up points against this team and cover that spread. So um, I picked against Georgia State last week, dude, and that was a big mistake. So I'm going back. I'm going riding them, dude. Let's go with the Panthers. I'm going back to the well. This should be an absolute fucking barn burner. The Iowa Hawkeyes plus one Jesus at home against, against Wisconsin. The over-under in that game's 35. Give me the Hawkeyes to win a tight one at home. 35. <laughs> Houston SMU just put up fucking 150, and this game's 35. <laughs> I got to admit, I, had, I started doing this Monday, and I only had um, – two games down but two things down so the the four of them i'm just going off looking at the screen do what up dude uh, next win is Tulane uh minus one and a half first ucf um we'll say minus two i think that's what what it is on the sheet but i think Tulane handles business shuts down that offense and uh scores that will i'm riding the green wave baby you know what? I don't like the pushes, dude. 
Okay. So for Old Miss, you're 11 and a half, and Tulane, you're one and a half. Got it, dude? Thank you. Yep. It's all the fucking same, dude, at the end of the day. Just don't want to push. Um, I'm taking Wyoming minus eight and a half against Colorado State. Dude, should Colorado State just abolish their football program? Have they ever been good? Can you remember ever this team ever being even like a winning record good? No. No. No, exactly. Fucking Wyoming minus eight and a half. All right. Um, I had one picked out and I can't remember what the fuck it was. Oh, Tennessee minus 20 against Missouri. I think Tennessee bounces back from the shit kicking. Georgia put on them. Um, the game's in Knoxville. Tennessee kind of sends a message to kind of keep them keep themselves back in the college football playoff. Volunteers minus 20. Isn't it so weird after like a loss, though, like how you view a team? Like yeah. if, te- if Tennessee had beat Georgia, like this line right here would have been like 30. It wouldn't have been 20. I yeah. Feel. Did I take another one of your shorts? Yeah, that's like, I was like, oh, I'll just use this one. So now I will take, um, I think Georgia found stride last week. They're in Mississippi State this week. It's minus 16. I think they beat them by more than 16, even if you know it's in Mississippi State. Um, I'm not going to root for that. That's making it tough. I just think they're better. Yeah, Georgia minus 16. Uh, we're going with a state game, San Jose State minus three versus San Diego State, baby. Ooh. San Jose State's just the better team. They're on the road here, but it's only a three-point game. I just got to think the better team wins by more than a field goal. I think it's just too small of a spread. Give me the minus three. Darren Sproles. Um... Garen Horn as well. Did you say Kansas State? No, San Diego State and San Jose didn't State. Darren, San Jose. Didn't Darren Sproles go to Kansas State? Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe Am I thinking of LaDainian Thomas? Where did he go? San Diego? Thomas went to TCU. No, did he? Yeah. They were number five. Don't ask me like why I know that. But. You did go to TCU, right, dude? They were number five. Mm, don't know. I don't know if you like oh, the picture. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Uh, we're on. Oh yeah, you're on you. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. We still got one more. Yep. Just on one you. more against the spread. Yep. All right. Um. Huh. What the fuck do I want to do here? What's something's got to be calling my name when I'm scrolling through this goddamn thing? There's Notre Dame um, playing this week, dude. Yeah, I don't love it. They they never played Navy well. I just it's 15 points. I no. I will say though, I went to go see, looked at the top 25 rankings. I was looking for Florida, but I didn't see them, so I had to go to the non-top 25 teams. <laughs> but actually, in light of that, let's go with the fucking Gators minus eight at home against South Carolina. South Carolina stinks. Fucking Spencer Rattler's a bum. Richardson a runs bitch. all over him. Give me the Gators minus eight. Oh, I'm up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
It's just looking around. Uh, TCU plus seven. Uh, I think they fucking smack Texas in Texas. Little uh. Little piss me off game for TCU. They belong in the playoffs. I truly believe that. I like that um, it won't be just the same old teams. I like TCU getting in. Now, this is the money line one, right? Yes. TCU money line against Texas. Um, I just don't want to pick what Fagola picks here. I have two written down. Do you want do you me have, to say mine? Do you, do you have one? I have one. This is one of the ones I had. Yeah, go for it. This line makes no fucking sense to me whatsoever. And you know, every week I'm riding them. North Carolina money line over Wake Forest on the road. I don't understand the line. I don't fucking get it. Wake Forest has been, looked like dog shit the last two weeks. Carolina didn't look great against Virginia last week, but I the heels are just rolling right now. Give me the heels to go to Winston-Salem and beat down on the Demon Deacons. What's the spread? Three? Well, it's, it's four. Four, Minus yeah. four, but it's, yeah. Yeah. Carolina, Carolina money. So, right. Wake's, yeah, Wake's favored by four in that game? Yeah. Makes no sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. Was that one of them? No, that was not one of them, dude. Uh... I I'm gonna pick the the bigger of the numbers. I got one that's like kind of they're both pretty small. I just uh, I'm gonna take a team that I've picked uh, probably I don't know we've had what uh, ten prior weeks I probably picked them nine weeks this year. I'm taking Kansas to beat Texas Tech. I think I've lost every time I picked Kansas, uh, but let's get on the board here. Kansas beats Texas Tech. They're minus three and a half uh, point underdogs in this one. I like it, dude. That was the other one I had contemplated. T- they. With going with Kansas. Well, that makes me feel good, dude. With your your fucking back in <laughs> it, dude. Woo. But then the again, I didn't one. research too much. Well, it comes the under. No, 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 no. This was a fun one. UCLA versus Arizona. The over is seventy-seven and a half, and I'm taking the over. Ooh, seventy-seven and a half. These teams combined to average like 500 yards per game. It's it's a well, UCLA is like 540, and uh, Arizona's like uh, 480. It's um, absurd. Uh, they average just combined 70 points, um, but I just think that neither one will stop each other. It's just gonna be the lights out uh, scoring, turn it on for a late night uh, laugh. All right, I'll back up this time. I'm going to go um, Ohio State, Indiana. It's 58. I'm taking the over. Buckeyes are favored by 40 points in this game. I said it before. I think it's so so crazy when the spread is that big and the over-under isn't that much far off of the spread. I just don't see Ohio State shutting this team out. So any points Indiana scores is just going to add to like it just Ohio State is going to put up a ton of points in this game. So anything that Indiana does gets it close to that 58. <laughs> I like it. Um, Shory, I'm not taking the same game as you, but I'm also taking a massive number. And I'm taking the over 77 in – oh, wait, hold on. What is it? I just I had it 76 and a half, but I feel like I read 77. Yep. Taking the over 77 North Carolina Wake Forest. Both these teams' defenses suck. They are absolute dog shit. Both quarterbacks, Drake May, Sam Hartman, can sling it all over the field. 
Give me the over Wake Carolina over 77. Oh, those games would be fun to go to. You know what I mean? Like you weren't like the biggest college football fan. You just wanted to go to a game. Yeah. You're out there. Those both those games, like if you're scoring in the 70s, it's just fun to watch. Mm-hmm. All right. If you guys want to win some money, put some money on for goals bets this week, dude. Speaking of, uh, I did not win the uh, what was it? One point nine billion. Oh, so I was yeah. Like just over two, That's, wasn't it? Sir. Uh, two point one. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, really so. unfortunate. Really thought I had a shot. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Felt pretty good. Just, I had a good the deal. lottery gods weren't worth me. It's the first time I bought tickets in like three years. So, you know, I I'd been putting in the work, but uh, shocked I didn't get it. I uh. Never even bought tickets. I bought two. It's fun, dude. It's fun to dream. It is. Um, and then the last part is I. I just gotta say it. Like we don't have to get in the politic part of it, but uh, Kyrie Irving is just the dumbest human being. Um, and then now his owner's got a list of five things he's gonna do to get reinstated, and there's not a fucking shot in hell he's gonna do it. So hey, you know, this is gonna I, be entertaining. I'm telling you, this is popcorn. This is a um, and I thought I read an article or read something on the Athletic that said there's like an anonymous GM says he doesn't know if Kyrie will ever play in the NBA again. Yeah. Well, I did see the players' association is gonna try to get involved yeah. to see if they can like maybe not allow, maybe not, the owner can't require him to do those things i think there is like a little bit of like gray area like obviously we've never done it before and then like what if a what if somebody like accidentally just like likes a tweet and then they go to bed and next thing you know like it's blowing up that they like the tweet like what if it's a Mm -hmm. a tweet about you know a, a, a woman or something by accident they just like hit it you know what i mean or you know, someone liked one with the N-word in it or something stupid like that. Like, I feel like this has potential now to blow up for, like, ridiculous like, business. Yeah, I think, it, a, I think it's just the way that Kyrie handled it. Like, yes. he had a chance to apologize no after the fact. And, and he, he doubled down, yeah. right? Yeah. He yeah. kind of doubled oh, yeah. down on it. I think that's oh, He, like, tripled down realized. before he realized he was so fucked. Yeah. The guy's a fucking jackass. Yeah. Anyway, no, no, no. Just, this is worse. Like, and it's I'm just, not even just talking. Right. I mean, this, it, whatever. People are entitled to their own political opinions but i mean the shit he's talking about is like legit like hate shit like yes that's just he's a fucking jackass mm-hmm. just i think it'd be laugh out loud funny if he'd fucking you know and i i mean it again. when I, if i had a bullet and i could put it in somebody i'd put it right through Kyrie's fucking knee um i've been saying that for a while now and i think i i hold stand to that and i'm not the only one i think there's a lot of people now that are on board with this this let's just fucking end his career and uh he might have ended it himself he might have done it he might have taken that bullet mm-hmm. and put it in there himself which is kind of which is better you know like i'm not on the hook for it anymore and it's fun to watch i think it's gonna be popcorn yeah. for the next month or two uh, on what happens here this is like um unfortunately it's kind of like the colin kaepernick like no one's gonna really want him even though he's gonna be better than a ton of players Yeah, it's I mean, didn't um and then also the Nets too they backed off trying to sign yeah. Ime. They were they from what I read today is that they were like fully warned do not hire him. 
Yeah. Unless By you want backlash, you're going to hear what happened, and you're going to be like, fuck, now we're going to fire him. And you're going to look like but idiots. They so, said that from the NBA or the Celtics? That's just what I read today from a Boston article. So thank you for what it's worth. Like, maybe they do. Maybe they, maybe they do have something. Maybe they don't have something. But it's it, it seems like that's what happened because, like, they were hot and heavy on him right out of the gate. And then they waited and waited and waited, smartly probably, and then they backed off. So it sounds like this is actually what happened. Hey, you guys a little surprised that whatever the situation was hasn't been leaked yet? Shocked. Like somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm actually surprised the Celtics haven't just like completely closed the door on him too. I think the Celtics well, wanted him to go, and that's why they wanted to be like, we're done with it. Yeah. Well, it's because I'm sure it's because they don't want to have to pay him fucking X amount of dollars on a buyout. But, but that that's it. the the whole thing I never understood about this 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 whole situation with the Celtics was, if it was as bad as they made it seem, why just suspend him? Just fire him. I understand yeah, yeah. you pay him more money, but if it was like what he was doing was that bad, just fire the fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. because like I think like if say it comes out and it's like is really bad, I think there'd be more backlash against the Celtics being like, why didn't you just fire him? Right. Like, why were you even thinking about giving him another chance? Yep. Yep. Agreed. Um, go ahead. Just like, obviously there's more to the story than we know, because I, I actually do feel like they've handled it perfectly. Like they fronted it right off. They pretty much said he's done. We're bringing him Missoula for this year. Um, they've done everything but fire him. I feel like, I think, um, I feel like they've handled it pretty well. Oh no, I have no. I think they have as well. But right. I guess what I'm saying is, is if like the initial approach were this was like really bad shit, and if it's like if it's that bad, then why why do you not fire him right yeah. now? That's that's my only question. But and no, they right. got out ahead of it. They hammered him like for a year. And I don't know. Maybe it's like in his contract. If it's like if they fire him after like this the second not even that much year. Money. Yes, yeah, it must be a smaller one. Yeah, coaching gig. It's like two yeah. million dollars. Right. It's really not much for them. Well, not for yeah. Wake. Um, another thing, college hoops has started up. Uh, pretty awesome. Uh, Duke dominated first game. That's, I fucking love the uh, beginning of the season, like in college hoops, like who they play against. It's like <laughs> the matchups absurd. Like they played against Jacksonville, just absurd. Uh, UNC, actually, the game was closer than I expected, but UNC Wilmington ended up beating them by 13. Uh, same old, same old for the top 25. It seems like in the top 10, especially like all like the blue bloods are in there, like Kentucky, Kansas, UNC, Duke, you know, Gonzaga's have been there, especially with Timmy, who's playing in his 15th year of college basketball, I think. Seriously. Um, but I'm going to ask you guys quick. Uh, obviously it's hard to go back to back. I think last time that happened was Florida. So I just don't think North Carolina is going to win this year because of that. Um, so uh, Carolina didn't win it last year. Oh, that's right. They did win last year. Fuck you, Fagola. Fucking walked right into that one, didn't you? Loser? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Let's go, baby. How's Coach K's career um, end against North Carolina? Shire's going to start four? off his career, that's right? Loser. <laughs> Coach K just... Whoo. 
walked right into fucking that. Fucking moping off the fucking court after getting fucking boat raced by his rival twice. Talk about a joke. Last no, home dude. game at Cameron, got his ass fucking handed to him, and then again in the final four to end his fucking career. Oh, uh, walked right unbelievable, into it. Unbelievable. Dude. Shire, rookie coach. Uh, it's going to just lead Duke to a championship, dude, and that's what's going to happen right here. So, who you guys got? I just think there's a, a shocking team every every year. Yeah, there is. Um, there's yeah. like a team that comes out of nowhere, and why not Florida, you know? Like, I just think that their coach that we don't know, we don't even know who it is. Um, he's probably – they probably don't even have one. Um, <laughs> and they were led in scoring by a guy I never heard. That guy – oh, they beat Stony Brook. Um, that, that team seems like, you know, one you don't want to fuck with. <laughs> So scary. I uh, I don't mean I don't I haven't paid enough attention. I don't. Who the fuck is their coach, dude? Todd Golden. <laughs> he was the head. Golden. He was the head coach at San Francisco last year. Shocker. What is Florida doing? Guy. What is Florida Big doing higher. down there? Oh man. Wild. Yeah. No college hoops. Uh, I love that it's back. Um, I think the casual fan doesn't really care much about this. They only care about March, and that's understandable. It's a long season, I feel like. They got to like almost like 35, 40 games in the regular season now for college hoops, so it's a, it's a long way. But all the good teams always make it to the tournament, and that's the best part of the year, dude. March, fucking love it. So I'm just glad it's back. I've been popping on. I've already seen a couple games just like – it was like four o'clock, getting yep. out of work, and I was like, yep. "Wow, ESPN two is carrying a game right now." Yep. I like in the beginning too. They'll do like a lot of those like invi- like those type of tournaments, yes. like Maui Invitationals and stuff. So yeah. games are on like all day long and some cool stuff there. Yep. Anytime there's sports on, it's good. So. Did it all happen? Right. Did it happen yeah. since last week? The Astros winning. Yeah. We've talked about it last week. No, it happened after. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I worded the question. I worded it weird that I don't even I didn't even know how to receive the answer. Uh, do you guys like think that this like the players who we maybe thought were frauds because they won a championship before because of the cheating scandal, like now they've like basically exonerated vindicated. themselves. Yeah, they're no. vindicated. Like Altuve, Bregman, like those type guys. Because they weren't even like the best player in the series. Um, no, I just think that they, this team is loaded anyway. Like, those two are good. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Kyle Tucker's, like, phenomenal. Pena, obviously, was yep. unfucking believable. Alvarez, fucking yep. absurd. Um, it just... The, yeah, I this, feel like it was because team. it was, like, different guys that carried them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Pena, they said, like, the first rookie uh, MVP. I can't remember what it was. It's been a long time. But pretty awesome. Went to Maine, so yep. cool story. Yep. It's pretty crazy too with Dusty Baker. Like how many games that guy's won in Major League Baseball and never won a World Series. Oh, that's um, his first. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I feel like he was with the Giants for a while too, wasn't he? I feel like the Giants always won World Series. Crazy man. No, I think that was Boshi that won one of them. Oh yeah, you're right. It was Boshi. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, that's cool. Then it's cool to see guys like him, like who put their dues in to like win. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't like the Astros, but yeah, I could care less. I didn't, I didn't really watch much of the World Series, to be honest. I with. didn't watch any of it. Oh, I watched some, but yeah, I was rooting hard for Philly. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, you guys got anything else? Nope. Follow us on Instagram, <laughs> Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we appreciate that. But other than that, stay healthy. Yeah. Peace. Back, guys. Thank you.